Son and daughter of the soil. God Jordan and Lenora Jordan. We come to give God praise to lift up his holy name. Because he said in his word, if he be lifted up, he will draw souls unto him. So here we are to lift up his holy name. That souls be saved. So today, 
we'll continue the same topic. And the topic today is 20 doctrinal reasons why true Christians worship on Sundays. And all my scriptures will be taken from the King James Version Bible. And again, I would like to say thank you to all the supporters that have been supporting me and the words of encouragement that have been um, given unto me. So I hope persons are having a safe, productive week. And we are here once again to glorify God and to bring clarity on his word. So to the end time scenes and Sabbath keeping friends. Today, the topic being explained, there's really no need for further explanation because it's doctrinally sound. However, it is a very important topic and for additional spiritual benefits, I've decided to actually present it in a point form basis. So I will list the reasons why true and doctrinally informed Christians worship on Sundays, which is the first day of the week. So it's 20 points. So I'm going to start now with point one. Now we assemble on Sundays because it is the day on which Christ, the rejected stone by his resurrection from the dead became the headstone of the corner and that can be confirmed in Psalms 118, verse 22, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 3 to 4, 6 to 7, or Isaiah chapter 28, verse 16. And if one takes time and reads Psalm 118, verse 24, it will surely tell us to rejoice and be glad on that day, even on Sunday. Point number two. Sunday is also the day on which Jesus Christ was declared to be the Son of God with power by his resurrection from the dead. So Romans chapter 1 verse 4, compare it with Mark chapter 16 verse 9, right? Point number 3, Sunday is the day when the corn of wheat, which is Jesus Christ, having fallen into the ground and died, arose in order to bring forth much fruit in this dispensation of grace, which is confirmed in John chapter 12, verse 24. Point number four. Sunday is the day on which victory over death and the devil was secured by the resurrection of Christ from the dead, as confirmed in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14. For we all know that Jesus arose from the dead on Sunday, which is the first day of the week, which can be confirmed by reading Mark chapter 16, verse 9. Point number five. Sunday is the day on which Christ, the first fruit of God's harvest, arose from the dead, never to die again, as confirmed in Leviticus chapter 23, from verse 10 to 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 20, and Mark chapter 16, verse 9. Point number six. Sunday is the day 
on which the sheaf or sampling of the harvest, meaning the righteous Old Testament saints, arose from the dead as evidence of Christ's ability to raise his followers at the first resurrection can be confirmed by reading Leviticus chapter 23 from verse 11 to 14 and compare it with Matthew chapter 27 from verse 51 to 53. Point number seven. Sunday is the day when the redemption of the new creation was completed. Please notice that according to John chapter 20 verse 17, Jesus could not have fellowshiped with his disciples until he had first ascended unto his Father in heaven. But notice that after he had ascended, he then had fellowship with them that said Sunday. Then one week later, which is confirmed by reading John chapter 20, verse 19 to 21, 26 to 29, and see Leviticus chapter 23, verse 14, and understand the reason for Jesus not allowing Mary to touch him before he ascended to his father in heaven. That can be confirmed by reading John chapter 20, verse 15 to 17. Point number eight. Sunday is the first day after Jesus' resurrection, on which he first commissioned his disciples to go into all the world, even as God had sent him, as confirmed in John chapter 20, verse 21. Point number nine. Sunday is the day on which the Holy Ghost was first given to Jesus' disciples. Read John 20, verse 22. Point number 10. Sunday is the day that God foreshadowed hundreds of years before Jesus was born to be his son's resurrection day. See Leviticus chapter 23 from verse 10 to 14, then 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 20, and Mark chapter 16 verse 9, and understand that it was impossible for Jesus to have arisen from the dead on any day other than a Sunday. Point number 11. Sunday is the first day after Jesus' resurrection, on which he explained the written word to his disciples. Read Luke chapter 24, verse 27. Point number 12. Sunday is the day on which the new meat offering, even a new level of fellowship between God and man, was made possible by the baptism with the Holy Ghost, which can be confirmed by reading Leviticus chapter 23, verse 16, 21, and Acts chapter 2, from verse 1 to 4. Point number 13. Sunday is the day on which the church first started its evangelistic outreach. Read Acts chapter 2, verse 4, and verse 14 to 40. Point number 14. Sunday is the day on which the church held its first baptismal service after Jesus' resurrection. Read Acts chapter 2 verse 41 for confirmation. Point number 15. Sunday is the day on which the Apostle Peter preached his first post-Holy Ghost baptism sermon in which 3,000 souls were saved. Read Acts chapter 2 from verse 14 to 41. Point number 16. Sunday is therefore the day on which St. Peter's apostleship was established, being the day on which he first used the evangelistic keys of the kingdom. 
Point chapter, point number 17. Sunday is the day in which Paul, the God-ordained apostle too, and teacher of the Gentiles, which can be confirmed by reading Romans chapter 11 verse 13, Ephesians chapter 3 verse 78, 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 7, and 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 11. Kept the regular weekly service in which he celebrated the Lord's Supper, which can be confirmed by reading Acts chapter 20 from verse 6 to 7. Preach for hours, which can be confirmed by reading Acts chapter 20 verse 9. And raise the dead, which, is, which can be confirmed by reading Acts chapter 20 verse 10. Point number 18. Sunday is the day on which the Corinthian brethren, as well as the brethren of far away Galatia, were instructed to lay aside a part of their substance for the saints, which can be confirmed in 1 Corinthians chapter 16 from verse 1 to 2. Point number 19. Sunday is the day that the Lord had made appointed or designated to be a day of rejoicing and religious activity. This fact can be confirmed by reading Leviticus chapter 23 from verse 1 to 2 and verse 14, Psalm 118 from verse 21 to 24, and Mark chapter 16 verse 9 surely confirms that statement. Therefore, the Apostle Paul instructed the Corinthian church to hold their weekly service on that day which is confirmed by reading 1 Corinthians chapter 16 from verse 1 to 2. Now this fact, my dearly beloved brethren, we know is from Psalm chapter 118 from verse 23 to 24. Last point, point number 20. Since Sunday is the day that the Lord had made, that is appointed according to Psalm chapter 118 from verse 21 to 24, to be Christ's resurrection day, as Leviticus chapter 23 from verse 10 to 14, and Mark chapter 16 verse 9 confirms, and the day on which the church was born, as Leviticus chapter 23 from verse 15 to 21, and Acts chapter 2 verse 41 states, we would do well to accept King David's exhortation of Psalm 118, verse 23, to rejoice and be glad in it. Now, based on the scriptures that I've given before and the 20 points highlighted, I have detailed for you the traditional and doctrinal side of this Old as well as New Testament phenomenon of worshipping on Sundays. So, Persons or brethren, should I say, please verify by reading the scriptures and also by reading Leviticus chapter 23 from verse 10 to 14, 15 to 17, 18 to 21, Acts chapter 20, 7 to 12, and 1 Corinthians chapter 16, 1 to 2, and be fully convinced that worshipping on Sundays has its genesis in Exodus chapter 23 and its New Testament emergence in Jesus, mostly Sunday, post-resurrection appearances. So, we see that worshipping on Sunday 
secured divine approval by the establishment of the New Testament Church on Pentecost Sunday, when the, when the Church of Jesus Christ was officially endured with power from on high. In addition, worshiping on Sunday has divine apostolic traditional approval as we read in Acts chapter 20 from verse 7 to 12. Worshiping weekly on Sundays also has apostolic approval by St. Paul's directive to the churches in Corinth and Galatia. So this doctrinal fact, read 1 Corinthians chapter 16 from verse 1 to 2, which will surely confirm it. So, because of the facts stated and listed earlier, we are sure that worshipping weekly on Sundays is of divine origin and has secured for itself apostolic endorsement. So, that's the end of my segment today on the topic 20 doctrinal reasons why true Christians worship on Sundays. And again, I encourage every brethren, please read the scriptures and please make it your duty to read your Bible every day. So continue having a safe and productive week. Remember that Jesus Christ will be returning soon. So prepare yourselves for his return.